This is the uh, Sci-Fi Film Podcast, and uh, we are uh, doing another one of our interview specials. I'm here I'm with my son, Scott, again. Say hello, Scott. Hello, Scott. And uh, this week, well, this program, we are joined by uh, Felicia Romeo. That's right. Yeah. Um, who <laughs> uh, filmed Sweet Tooth. We... Um, we uh, Yes, we reviewed in the last episode. Um, hello, Felicia. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Um, we love the film. I just got to tell you that straight off. Uh, could I ask um, a little bit of a background from for you, from you, uh, how you got into making short films and how you got to where you are now? Um, I mean, I started writing when I was in a really dark place in my life. Um, I was writing basically just in the dark, in a very dark room, very dark place. Um, and I was writing about mosquitoes and people that turn into onions. So you can see that definitely it was not a good time. Anyways, uh, then I started doing like art direction and uh, working on sets that way. Um, I basically just started sharing my script ideas with people and got a group of indie filmmakers together and passion project. And uh, I've been writing for a studio in New York ever since then and uh, working on more short form indie horror comedy stuff. So, yeah. Cool. Um, I mean, would you, would you class this as horror or sci-fi? Because it's, it's kind of got elements of both. When I started sharing the script with people, I was just saying it's like a play on 50 sci-fi horrors. Yeah. Um, I think it's very specific to that, like that whole era of mutant bug creatures and all of that stuff. But yeah. truthfully, it's definitely more um, on the dark comedy side. So... Wherever, wherever you can find a laugh and whatever makes you laugh about it, you can call it a sci-fi or a horror or a comedy or just stupid. That's what I call it at this point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you, you said to me you're doing a um, round of festivals at the moment. Um, have, you, have you got any more festivals um, lined up for it? or? Yeah, um, Portland Comedy Festival is the next one. Um, that'll be coming up in, I think, just a few days now. Um, and then we have some, like, online things going on for Halloween. Um, Thrills, Kills, and Chills is an event that it's in. Um, it was just in um, Indie Shorts Fest. It won Best Dark Comedy 
um, as well as a few other like short festivals that are all virtual this year. Um, and then it's going to be part of a, a drive-in for Halloween, actually. It's called the Dreaded Drive-In, and I'm going to be announcing that, I guess, a little sooner than I planned since this is going to be up pretty soon. But yeah, it'll be um, playing it on a big blow-up screen, which is more than I could have ever asked for. That's cool. Cool. So, I mean, so uh, I'm assuming from, from what you were saying, I mean, we said that it, it is very reminiscent of the old uh, 1950s sort of black and white sci-fi horror things and that sort of thing. Um, are you a big fan of that sort of uh, that sort of uh, era of films? I am. Um, I'm a fan of them in like a retrospective way. Like I love dry humor. I love dark humor. Um, all of that stuff is really where I live. But when I I don't know what movie it was. I think it was um, the body snatcher or invasion of the body snatchers. And I was just like, what, like what happens on these sets? Are these people like just waiting, like in these weird positions and like what happens when they cut camera and like those sort of dry moments that I was like oh you know what that would be kind of fun for for a short film like sort of this um water cooler talk with like people with these big stupid noses hanging off of them so that was really the inspiration um but of course I love the era and I have studied film and I find movies of all eras that I love and if I make fun of it that means I love it <laughs> I, I mean I, I like I, I really love that that those that era of films and those sort of films and I, I love about them is the fact that you can find so much unintentional humor in them and i think that the the more unintentional it is the funnier it is exactly yeah when they exactly. try to make a serious horror or serious sci-fi film that's so quite obviously ridiculous it becomes much more funny than it would be if they tried to make it a comedy Exactly. Like when you watch a really bad car accident scene in like 80s movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are like my favorite scenes ever. I never quite understood why it was, you know, growing up in England, I never quite understood why it was that all American cars always turned over at least three times and burst into flames whenever <laughs> an accident. <laughs> yeah, I did always wonder about American building if that like no, watching cars and when I grow when I was growing up, watching all these cars flip over and sort of explode as easily as they did made me wonder how why there was wasn't so many accidents over there. Yeah. That's it's all okay. the big Macs. <laughs> so I mean, you've got quite a quite a big crew on this. I mean, was it all was everyone just doing it for the, for the fun of doing it? Was it all a, a kind of um, a passion sort of thing? Or was it, I mean, did you have to lay out much money to, for making this? Um, I mean, it was produced through my studio. So we were able to get um, a pretty decent budget for it. And um, that was at Ideal Glass Studios in New York. Just give a little shout out. Um, but most of the crew was just, um, a collection of like independent filmmakers that some of like the key people brought their own crew, like my um, camera crew, they all knew each other and 
wanted to work together on something again. And um, I didn't even know them actually until the shoot. And a lot of situations like that sort of happened, but I think because it was such a fun script to actually go in and shoot and see these people that they're getting their makeup done and all of that. Um, and then all of my extras, like they didn't know what to expect until they got there. I posted yeah. on backstage at like in the middle of the night <laughs> one day, I was like, I need 300 dead bodies. And then I was like, Oh, but you also can't be wearing clothes. And then it got down to like 50 people wanted to do it. And then I was like, and you can't move for the whole day. And we're, <laughs> probably not going to be able to feed you. <laughs> and then it was, you know, like the 20 something people that ended up showing up and God bless those people. But I could really say the same thing for the rest of the crew. It was like, it's just how indie films are made. Like you, you share the most fun pieces of it and then everybody shows up and realizes, Oh, this is, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going to struggle through this, but it's fun. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> You do, you do all of your films through uh, Ideal Glass? Um, yeah, I've done most of uh, the projects that I've worked on through Ideal Glass and the people that come and go through the studio as well. So finding good partnerships um, has been pretty fruitful there. And being able to write as um, one of the lead writers for the studio has been great because I get to work on many different projects. So, I mean... This is up on Vimeo. Um, do, you, do you use that for all your stuff, or do you? Because um, most of the films that we've done have been on uh, YouTube, um, and I just wondered if there was a particular reason you use Vimeo rather than than YouTube. Or I had it on YouTube, uh, and then I actually took it off because a lot of the um, festivals I was entering, they asked that it not be open or uh, I guess there's some a few more privacy right things on Vimeo even if it's an open film so I don't know I don't ask too many questions if they're gonna take my film I just do what they ask me <laughs> yeah, no that's fine that's fine um so what uh, what what have you got have you got stuff in the pipeline stuff that you're you're working on at the moment yeah, I'm actually working a lot on podcasts right now. They're um, short, comedic, scripted podcasts. Uh, the one that I have coming up the soonest is called Medieval Small Claims Court. It's the same sense of humor that you saw in Sweet Tooth. It's just stupid, and you probably feel like you're going to throw up after you watch it but, or listen to it, I guess, it's a podcast. But, uh, yeah, that one's a lot of fun, and then I have a few more that are – sort of reminiscent um from my own childhood uh i had like a sort of a broken home when i was little and i love to make fun of it when i get the opportunity so i have a podcast that's coming out that's all about that um <laughs> and then i have another one it's called chubby boys on bikes it's like these two kids that are like 13 and they get into a lot of trouble while they're riding bikes in the summer and yeah. It hurt driving over speed bumps too fast. Nice. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> so you um, can cut any of that out, by the way. <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> uh, so, have you have you found any? Have you found it hard um, getting anything done by well, with the whole COVID thing? 
has that caused you any problems really no i love covid i used to go to the grocery store for fun before covid and so now people understand me more i was also afraid of germs before covid and i didn't like to leave my house before covid so <laughs> it's been wonderful <laughs> friend of mine i talked to a friend of mine the other day and he said uh, when i was a teenager i used to wear masks and avoid everybody and everyone said i was weird now everyone's doing it <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly if uh, i don't look weird enough before i leave the house something's wrong <laughs> <laughs> so right the uh See, we haven't tried to get, we tried not to give too much away about the film because we wanted people to right. go and watch it. But <laughs> this was a, this is an origin film. It so is. Does that yeah. mean there's going to be more films about this character? You know, I think the origin is just, he's in all of us. <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah. just leave it at, at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to give away too much either, but he's fleeting. He's just, he's everywhere. Right. No plans for any other films then with, with this uh, character in? Maybe like a graphic novel or something. Oh, that could be interesting. I mean, if I get a deal with like McDonald's to make, see, I don't want to give too much away again, but... <laughs> to make like an action figure oh yeah for like a happy meal then <laughs> i'll put my life savings into a sequel <laughs> but unless that happens i'm just gonna ride this thing out and move on <laughs> fair enough <laughs> so um yeah i'll obviously not giving too much away for people that haven't watched the film but the whole makeup of the mosquito men now I've got you saying you've had these thoughts of this film for a long time. Uh, is it the way that you planned it to be with the makeup, or was it you just let someone run with their idea, or what? Because I had the look of it, and with my whole thought of it, it it just reminded me of Gonzo from the Muppets. <laughs> I just wanted to know if that's what you were going with, it or if you just went to someone look. This is my idea. Just run with it, see what you come up with. Well, I had made. Um... I was buying like air dry clay for a while and trying to make my own. And I had all these like weird looking mask things drying out in the corner of my room for a while. Uh, and then I ended up hiring a makeup artist, uh, Caitlin Ballas. She's amazing. And um, we worked together. I, I showed her some of my dried up air dry clay models and then she made her own professionally without air dry clay <laughs> and um it, we we tweaked it a few times and actually do yes i imagined it coming out that way so i was very happy but i do have a funny little note about what happened with that um the noses were really heavy so she had to cast and mold them into in two separate pieces it was basically the part that was going to stick on their faces and then the nose was a separate piece. Right. So I, and they couldn't be attached until the day of. 
because we only had enough mass for the length of the shoot. Um, <laughs> so I actually did not see these until they were on my actors right before we started shooting, which was extremely terrifying. <laughs> and yeah, because it had to like, the notes had to sit on the bridge of their nose yeah. so that they wouldn't just fall off as they were talking, which they didn't, which I was surprised, but I never actually saw the mosquitoes until we were about to shoot. <laughs> that's, got, that's got to be a bit worrying. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> but we, we, I mean, let's say we, we love the film. It's good, really good quality. Uh, the, the film had a really good quality to it. The, the, the lighting was just right. And it did all evoke that whole sort of 1950s uh, feel. Um, and what I loved about it was the fact that it was kind of this, although it was an origin story and I did want to know if there was going to be any more, it kind of it was this sort of like its own little uh, story in its own little sort of case, if you like, yeah. um, which worked really well rather than some, some short films you feel like you're being dumped in the middle of something and you haven't got a clue what's going on. But it, it was just, uh, I really liked the way you did it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it definitely felt like that. Um, the first cut or the first like 100 edits that I did, not, I won't even say the first, it was like the first 100, but then I went back and um, I tried to view it with just a complete outside view. And when I did that, it was like, what the hell am I working on here? Uh, and then I got a lot more um, voiceovers and just, I think the audio helped a lot, like pull it together and just make it a really tight story. It was definitely confusing at first, uh, but because I was, I had the voiceover to begin with, I was able to fix that in post where I think a lot of short films actually don't have a lot of like sci-fi horror short films I've seen lately don't really have um, a lot of dialogue. No. No. It's just kind of like a reaction. So I think when the story isn't super tight, there's not much you can do about it in post. So I got lucky in that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the voiceover worked really well. I mean, we were saying, Scott said to me, he said it was, it was like watching a sort of an old, uh, old um, American crime sort of film, detective <laughs> film sort of almost like sort of uh, dragnet or something like that, you know, with the, the voiceover. <laughs> Um, yeah. Which is really um, so you're you you see uh, you're in New York. You were saying that you're coming over to London or to England. I hope so. I mean, I um, I was kind of more just dreaming. I think that <laughs> I want to end up there. I think that my humor and just everything I've been dreaming of for a long time and working on now uh, seems like it would just work best over in the UK. Uh, so my, my ambition has been to get there at some point in the near future. We'll see what happens with, uh, you know, COVID yeah. Yeah. and all of that. But, yeah. Well, I know, I, I hope you get over here and get it into some festivals over here. Um, Cause I, def I definitely think it will go down well here. I think that you're right, the, the UK humor would, uh, we, we do we do like that kind of uh, 
slightly dark, slightly odd humour. Um, yeah, we're, we are a nation of dry humour. <laughs> hey, if I'm accepted anywhere, I'll, I'll go there, <laughs> no matter yeah, what. Accepted with open arms, I'm sure. Um, okay. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, I wish you all the best with everything you do. Um, thank you. We, we love the film, and um, I would say to anybody out there, check this film out and check out any, anything you can find by Felicia online. Have a look on Vimeo, anywhere else, and just see, just watch it, because it really, it's really good fun and really worth it. Um, so thank you very much for joining us, and we hope to uh, see more of your work in the future. Yeah, thank you guys so much, and great job on this podcast again it's a wonderful platform so thank, thank you so you. much thank, thank you. you all right this is the uh, sci-fi film podcast uh, and we're gonna go and say goodbye bye 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 Sci-Fora Film Podcast. Sci-Fora Film Podcast.